Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Sacred Illness Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Erin Hayford, and together we're going to explore how illness is not a roadblock to the rest of your life, but rather an invitation to reclaim your whole vibrant self. Before we begin today's episode, just my standard medical disclaimer, this podcast is intended for educational and informational purposes only. The content should not be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult with a qualified healthcare professional regarding any medical concerns. So let's jump into episode two of season one, It's All in Your Head. How many of us have been told this in so many terms at some point in our chronic illness journey? Although a doctor may not have said this to us directly, it can be implied when they say, essentially, it sounds like you're really anxious. You should go talk to a therapist. This is what we're told when doctors can't find a reason for our symptoms, which is another way of saying they can't find anything measurable, physical, that can quote unquote prove or explain why we're sick. This can also happen if the treatment we're undergoing is not working, if the medication isn't working, if we continue to quote unquote fail what we're being given as the standard treatment protocol that people with our set of symptoms often often are given and typically respond to. Essentially, the message is, if we can't figure it out, if we can't find an answer, and if you're not responding the way that we expect you to, you must be in some way making it up. The harmfulness of essentially making us feel like it's all in our head, like we're making it up, like what we're experiencing physically is not actually happening, leads to many of us not daring to look for the help we need. How many of us hear this message and feel discouraged? Well, if this doctor is saying they can't help me, then I guess I'm not able to be helped. Some of us even go on to actually begin to question our own sanity. Am I really having these symptoms? Am I really feeling this? Am I really this sick or am I making it up? Is it really all in my head? This in turn perpetuates a cycle of feeling like we're on our own and need to just suck it up and power through. Surely if we're making it up, then ignoring it is the answer, right? Of course the answer is no, and we'll get into that in a moment. But I just want to speak to the fact that a lot of us with chronic illness already do feel very isolated. Our friends, our family, our community at large, most of them don't understand what we're going through. It can be equally harmful to hear messages like, but you don't look sick. You look fine. It seems like you're having a better day. And while these comments and questions come from a place of love and support and also hopefulness that we're starting to turn a corner, it can perpetuate this feeling like we're all alone and that potentially we're making it up. If we look so good on the outside, how do we feel so bad on the inside? It makes us feel like no one understands and no one could understand because of this incongruence between how we show up physically in the world and how we feel. The other challenge is that with chronic illness, there is such an ebb and flow to our symptoms. Some days are better. Some days are much worse, and it's really hard for loved ones to ride those waves with us. This in turn leads to, again, the impulse to pretend like everything's okay, to suck it up, to power through, to smile, to grin and bear it, all of those things that we learn to make other people comfortable at the expense of our own selves. This points to a lot of the underpinnings of chronic illness, this tendency to suppress aspects of ourselves, to not ask for what we need, to not show up authentically, but we'll get into that in future episodes. For now, I want to come back to that question I posed. Surely if we're making it up, ignoring it is the answer, right? Obviously, no. You know what's in your head? Your brain. And connected to that is your spinal cord. Emanating from the spinal cord are over 7 trillion nerves, which come to a total of 37 miles that connect to every inch of your being. Running to and from your brain in 0.5 milliseconds via this electrical network of nerve tissue is an incredible amount of information with one common goal, keeping you alive. 
Stephen Porges, who is the father of polyvagal theory, something again I will be speaking about at some point later on in this podcast, he says it best. Everything is different inside of your body depending on how safe you feel. So if our nervous system, this collection of brain, spinal cord, and nerves detects a threat, literally everything changes inside of our body to deal with it. If everything is different inside our body depending on how safe we feel, then feeling safe would be the number one most important thing to explore with any provider, with any modality. How safe do you feel in your own body? How safe do you feel being yourself? How safe do you feel in the world? Depending on our life experiences, our past, our present, and what we're anticipating for the future, our nervous system can become hypersensitive and hyper alert. And this hyper alertness can lead to a chronic alteration of how our nervous system functions. It can put it into a chronic state of activation, waiting for something to happen, waiting for the shoe to drop, waiting for the next bad news from our doctor. And this chronic alteration in our nervous system leads to a chronic alteration in our physiology, in the way our body is functioning. Over time, this chronic alteration in how our body is functioning leads to symptoms. Our nervous system can't be in a state of expectation of threat or harm without having negative consequences on our body. There's so much nuance and so much complexity to this and why and how our nervous system becomes wired to be expecting threat. But for now, it's important to hear this. Did you make that up? up? No. It's a very real and very important mechanism that your body has to keep you safe. And that mechanism can get hijacked by things like trauma and stressful events that are beyond our control. The good news is there is something that's within our control, and that's our ability to recalibrate our nervous system so that its perception of threat is no longer hijacked, but rather more on par with the reality of our present. Learning how to recalibrate our nervous system, learning how to bring the level of threat down that we're proceeding on a daily basis, learning how to feel safe in our body, learning how to feel safe in our world. All of these things are possible with nervous system retraining. Our bodies are incredibly wise and responding exactly as they should be. That's the really important message that's going to be woven throughout this podcast. Nothing is happening by accident. Our bodies are responding exactly to what they're given. So again, the question becomes not why did it fail and what's wrong with it, but rather what is it responding to where this symptom would be exactly what we would expect to happen. With the right tools and guidance, we can alter the way our nervous system is functioning on a daily basis and change everything for the better, including our health symptoms. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Sacred Illness Podcast. If you find this information shared here educational and inspirational, feel free to share it with those you think would benefit from this work. And be sure to check out my website, www.aurorasomatic.com, and also follow me on Instagram, at aurorasomatic. In both of these places, you'll see an opportunity to get on my mailing list. I'm regularly sending out information on upcoming classes, masterclasses, and other opportunities to work with me to explore more deeply these topics shared here in this podcast. Here's to supporting your healing journey and finding the most straightforward way to getting back to you.